You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the show where we take a wander around the week in Apple, Apple News, Reviews, Technology, Associated Products and all sorts of other things that catch our eye. This is another episode of the Essential Apple Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. Uh, And this week I'm joined by Jim. Hello Jim. Hello. And Nick. Hello Nick. Hi Simon. So, um, funny old week on the news front, lads. Um, not a lot, yeah. really. Um, not a lot of. Well, we've got some stories. Many of them don't really add up to a great deal. Um, I'm going to kick us off, I think, with uh this one, which is reported in the Register, and you can find it all over the web. And it is quite a scary story. Um, how a nightmare wormable wireless automatic hijack a nearby iPhone security flaw was found and fixed and i've picked this link because that is one of the more sensible headlines um a lot of people have been reporting this thing as if it's live dangerous actively being exploited and a whole load of other things none of which are true um the researcher who i believe was one of the uh google zero guys i'm not sure um Yes, Google's security guru has published details of a critical hole in Apple's iOS, which could, well, he says can be exploited. This is not true, again, because, um, as you will find out later in the story, this was fixed in May in iOS 13.5-something, and it's only now being reported. Um, The reason it is so scary is it could be exploited by miscreants to hijack strangers' iPhones over the air with no user interaction. Um, yes, it was. 13.6, it was. 13.6, okay. It's Google 13.6, Project Zero's yeah. Ian Beer reported the flaw to Apple in November 29th, 2019. He published a detailed technical account of how he found it and developed an exploit uh, of the vulnerability, which he likened to a magic spell to gain remote control of a target device. Um, okay. Um, a fix for the security weakness of appeared in 13.3.1 and 10.15.3 on January the 28th. Uh, was not acknowledged until February the 6th, 2020. Um, and an additional uh, CVE was attributed to beer capable of causing memory corruption. And this was closed in 13.6 and disclosed nine days after Apple's July the 15th uh, bulletin. Uh, right. So there we go. Um, yeah. Oh, it's like it's like most things. Isn't it? I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It's it's bad that it was. That uh, sounds like a bad, certainly a bad vulnerability. Um, but um, I think, as as Bart has said in the past, you know, people write software, people make mistakes, bugs get found, bugs get fixed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's yet another one, isn't it? And, and thank goodness it wasn't out in the wild because it does sound quite uh, it's, it's, quite it, a it, yeah, serious one. It could be, um, you know, requires no uh, user interaction. It's wormable, so it can then spread from phone to phone. Um, because apparently, um, it doesn't say, uh, yes, it does say here, the hacker would need to 
transmit carefully crafted malicious AWDL packets to a victim's handheld game control. AWDL is the Apple Wireless Direct Link, the proprietary mesh networking based on Wi-Fi, um, which is what your phone and watch and Mac and whatnot use to keep themselves aware of, you know, um, what they're all doing. And it's how um, AirDrop works, for example. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yes. Uh, it says it says a little bit further down in the article, Beer said that he found no evidence that the floor was ever exploited in the wild. However, he pointed out that companies known to provide tools to help governments bypass device security have been paying attention to these sorts of wireless vulnerabilities and may have the floor in their arsenals, which is a fair point. Mm. I'm, I'm a bit puzzled that if it was fixed back in the summer, why are they now uh, reporting it in such a way that it sounds like it's still here? Um, Because that gets clicks and you put Apple mm. has horrific vulnerability might gets more bloody eyeballs than you know mm. researcher finds dangerous vulnerability and fixed it six months ago because that's not really much of a story is it you know people yeah. and as, as it says at the top the of the old, article you know, they yeah, it says to at the top of the article as well you've you've probably all patched by now but that won't be everybody will it no but it will be most so it could still be out there for some people yes right. but you've got to be all the phones no. you'd yeah. have to be all the phones or Older phones or ones that just aren't patched as regularly as they should be. Yeah, yeah but, but if you've got an older phone, there's nothing much you can do about it other than buy a new phone. No, but you've got to yeah. be on, what, a 6 or earlier before mm-hmm. you can get iOS yeah. port? And in fact, it, as this is fixed in 13.6, mm-hmm. um, you know, you'd, um, you'd have to have a really old phone. Uh, mm-hmm. What, 5? Five, 5, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember, yeah. but there you go. So, um, yeah, an interesting story and really uh, quite scary. Um, but this guy found yeah. it, reported it, it was fixed, and now they're um, and now uh, they're letting uh, it uh, out. I, um, I get it now. Um, I'm, I, just call me Trigger. Um, I get it now. It's it's really just <laughs> telling you what actually had happened and it's been fixed. What it yeah. could have done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not say, actually seeing there is a flaw here now. No, but you know, yeah. some sites are reporting it with headlines which imply that this oh, is yeah. something we should all be, you know, putting yeah. on our tinfoil just, hats and running around scared of. Um, yeah, just take me out and shoot me. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> so there you go. That's that one. Um, good. Well, good. Well done. Um, yeah. And to be honest, yeah. um, what did he say here? Uh, during the COVID-19 virus lockdown, Beer said he spent six months in his bedroom and was working on a wormable radio proximity exploit allowing me to gain complete control of any phone in my iPhone in my vicinity. Um, and yeah, you know, he's saying here it allowed him access to photos, emails, private messages, uh, monitoring in real time, um, blah, blah, blah. So and very is unpleasant. It, is it just purely iPhones that are affected by this wireless from? You think possibly even um, Android phones might be affected no, by this? No, because it relies on it relies on exploiting Apple's um, wireless ah, right, direct okay. link. Uh, proprietary mesh technology and it's caused apparently um, a trivial buffer overflow in C++ code uh, in the Mm. kernel passing untrusted data then exposed uh, you know then allowed him to Mm. uh, uh, take control of the kernel and do various other things uh, I mean he's obviously an incredibly clever man don't you know this is not something that some kid in their um, Mm -hmm. in their garage is going to come up with he's a top security researcher at Google so um, yeah it's certainly not the kind of thing I would have been spending my lockdown doing anyway (laughs) no exactly (laughs) but um, there we are it's um, 
don't if you're listening to this don't be panicked by some of the stories you will see around the mm. internet about it there we go um not necessarily a particularly good week for apple in the news i have to admit um apple launches recall program for iphone 11 uh who have uh, display with touch issues um this apparently affects iphone 11s not the pros or the maxes um Manufactured between uh, the November and May of uh, 2019 to 2020, and Apple say affects only a small percentage of units. Um, People who are suffering from this have problems where the touchscreen is not responding or not responding correctly. Um, And Apple have issued a recall. um, And there's a, uh, I believe there's a link in the article at 9to5Mac which explains how to check if you are eligible. Um, It's it's a a problem I think will hit um, other makes of uh, iPhones because I suspect the XR or the XR uh, will be the next one to get this problem. Okay. Because um, I've been I've been suffering touch issues with my phone. Where uh, if I go into system, you know, the system settings, and I try to put the Wi-Fi on, um, you know, you, you touch the the menu for for Wi-Fi, and it'll sit there for ages before it'll move to the next leg. And then when you want you want to switch on, slide the wee slider onto green to switch the Wi-Fi on. It'll just sit there for ages and ages and ages. And then eventually it might decide to do it, switch mm. on, or it might go back to the beginning again. And it only seems to affect the menu you know, in the systems. It doesn't affect sliding the you know the, 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 the window shut or closing apps or moving around the phone. Mm. It just seems to be a specific part of the operating system it's having a problem with. Um, it's very weird. Does it? And very frustrating. Yeah, does it? Um, do you get the same problem if you use the control centre? You know, if you slide down from the no, top right. No, you can slide that down and select Wi-Fi and it will go green. Uh, but when you go back into the, the system menu, um, it sits there as if there's nothing happening. Hmm. Uh, but if you click on for Wi-Fi, you know, to move into the menu to switch on Wi-Fi, you'll see it grey, you know, go light grey, as if you've actually, you know, given it a command, and it'll sit there. It seems to take a restart to to try and fix it, um, but you get. But also, I had problems the other day with uh, connecting to Wi-Fi. Um, uh, it couldn't find my Wi-Fi, and I sat there for ages. And again, it took a restart to to do it. So, I'll, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that that'll be the next model that'll be getting looked at for possible screen defects. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, I did. I, I remember, did try I to report getting, it. I remember getting one of my iPhones once, and. Uh, Although it was when I immediately when I bought it, and uh, it just wouldn't connect to Wi-Fi at all. <laughs> I eventually took it back to. I didn't buy it from Apple. I don't think. Well, I I think it was one, one of the early ones where you where you had to buy it from EE or what, whoever. I, or, I, or I had that. O two. I don't know. I think it was an O two one. Yeah, I had one. Yeah, so I I bought that and I took it back, and he said. I'll try and connect to our Wi-Fi here in the store. And he said, oh, he said, no, you're right. That's not working. The suggestion that was given to me was to um, plug it into iTunes, you know, plug it into iTunes by cable and do a complete reinstall. You do a backup first 
do a, right. a reinstall yeah. of the OS and then you know migrate the information back on as a possible mm, fix. That's possible. Yeah, uh, I've yet to do that, but uh, maybe maybe when I'm on my three weeks holidays coming up, I um, mm. maybe I'll go then because I've still I've still got Apple Care. Um, it runs out I think have, in January. Oh have, right, so you want to yeah. take advantage of that? Yes, right. you do. Yeah. The other the other thing, um, and I think I've mentioned this before, but if you have an issue with a phone and you report mm-hmm. it to Apple as a problem, mm-hmm. and then subsequently that same problem reoccurs or gets worse, and your warranty is expired, um, mm-hmm. they will look back in your history. I had a thing with one of mine where the um, the earpiece was flaky and i sent it in and they looked at it and said no it's fine and then you know it, it started playing up again sort of a month or two later and then eventually the ear, the earpiece went completely dead and by that time i was out of warranty but because i reported to it to them free previously as being an issue that when they looked on my records and especially because it had been sent in um, they covered it anyway. They went, okay, well, you've obviously had this problem for some time, and it, you know, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I did start to do the um the report and got told uh, via email uh, this was not the correct bit to try, and and it's given me an email back saying to contact technical support team online. So mm-hmm. I'll need to do that. We need to do it one day. I, I think mm-hmm. you should, yeah, definitely report yeah. it to Apple Care because it, I mean it could it could be a it could be a a, a hardware issue mm-hmm. with your with your Wi-Fi. I mean, like um, Nick said. Anyway, have... you you're paying a lot for Apple Care, so make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, well. Yeah. I had a phone. I can't remember which one now. Six, seven. But I remember talking about it on the show. I had a a, a new iPhone, and it, it went it went like like blind. Went Wi-Fi and LTE blind in about a day, and then it wouldn't work with anything. Just dumb. And um, I had to get on the phone to Apple, and the bloke was saying, "Well, you want to do this, and you want to do that, and I need you to um disconnect from find my iPhone and whatnot." I was like, "No, I can't. You don't understand because my phone." <laughs> My phone won't talk to the internet. (laughs) And we ended up, he he, 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 uh, remoted into my, he remoted into my laptop so that he could try and, you know, uh, plug the phone in. So he remoted into my laptop and then I connected the phone by USB so that he could get into it. And then he started faffing about with it and... And he's like, well, I'm going to disconnect your um, phone from Find My iPhone in iCloud. I said, yeah, well, that still won't work, mate, because it's not going to get the memo. Anyway, after he poked about inside the <laughs> phone, you know, remotely, he went, nah, that's broken. Send it back. We'll send you another one. So there you go. Um, so, you know, it can happen. It can happen. Um, yeah, they're not infallible. No, they're not, you know. So uh, there, there you go. Yeah, if I was you, Jim, I'd report that to Apple Care mm. and... Um, yeah, it, you know, at least you've got a. I mean, you've got a store in Glasgow, haven't you? You can go to if push well, it's shut just now. Yeah. Is it? We, is that, is only the English in, uh, ones? We, we, well, we're um, we're in uh, lockdown four up here. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh right. Our, okay. our lockdown is uh, zero to four. Right. Uh, zero being the minimum. It's not. You know, it's not. Everything's okay, but it's a bare minimum. Where four is uh, no no non-essential travel and oh, shops right. are closed. So. Um, we're hoping to hoping that this coming Friday they'll drop it down from four to three or two, but um, there's nothing guaranteed. Oh well, no. If it does come down, I'll maybe be able to get into Glasgow in the next couple of weeks. Mm. Right. Well, there we go. The sooner you, re- as I say, the sooner you report it, they will log it. Yeah. And that should yeah. 
that should then mean that if he, you know, if the problem persists or gets worse after your Apple Care has expired, they should honour it on the mm-hmm. grounds that you've reported it um, previously. Pretty sure I did a video of it as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you put it in the, the Slack. I think you put it in the Slack, didn't you? Or sent it mm-hmm. to me. Anyway, um, there we go. Um, also, uh, complaints about iPhone 12 battery life, um, you know, decreasing rapidly whilst not being in use. And also, um, iPhone 12s losing 5G or even uh, LTE altogether. Apparently widespread, according to Cult of Mac. Um, widespread is a relative term, isn't it? I mean, I believe... Yes, it depends what you mean by widespread, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah, you I got... mean... You could have widespread that was one person in one state and one person in another state. <laughs> um, I, I've seen somewhere, I think, people mentioning numbers like 700 odd people on the you know apple support forum complaining of issues well yeah oh, okay that, so that, it sounds like there is an issue of some there's sort some sort of issue um but that's you know 700 people is quite a lot but then out of however many you know million iphones they ship every quarter not very many um and as is always to say with say um with these things as bart always says it's bloody annoying if you're the one who's got the problem um so yeah um apparently that's a thing so um there we go no doubt apple will be looking into it um i think i've also read apple have said they're looking into this issue um and will be tackling it as best they can no doubt um i'm sure it, i'm sure it's probably a, just a software thing no idea i really haven't um but... well quite a lot of these things are I oh mean, yeah when, yeah when we, talk, often... when we talk about when, yeah when we talk about these things quite often apple put out something later on to say yeah it was a software thing we've fixed oh yes it. yes <laughs> yes very much so um yeah i mean i think the only the only time well we have had hardware issues we know people have hardware issues but the only really widespread hardware issue i can recall was the antenna gate thing and even you know yes yeah well it's a little bit like the uh um uh, i told you earlier before the show started that i've been watching a lot of the videos on the m1 max and one or two people have had problems with bluetooth on them apparently hmm. um but apparently they've found a workaround now so it, it does sound like a software thing yeah. which will probably be fixed in a later update you know almost kind of certainly thing. um talk, talking of m1 max nick and the fact that you've been watching a whole load of uh, videos you yeah it's a fatal didn't... it's a fatal thing to do watch all these videos <laughs> it really <laughs> is because uh, some of you will remember I only bought a Intel Mac, uh, Mac Mini uh, uh, earlier this year. And uh, and I'll, I've been watching them and thinking, oh, I think I'm going to have to buy one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one on order, a 16 gig with 512 uh, SSD. So, nice. yeah, I've, I've, I've watched so many. I mean, don't get me wrong, all the... Uh, all the uh, a lot of the reviews are about using um, video... Um, uh, editing software which i've started to do a little bit of but really not very much i'm really playing around at the bottom end of video recording um where you don't need a huge amount of power but it's just the snappy how snappy they are and how quick oh. everything happens it just looks really good do you use luminar on your ipad i don't no you don't okay i was going to say if you if, you, if you've got luminar on your ipad and the M1 Mac Mini runs um, yeah. iOS apps. You might be able to install that. You can. Oh well, yeah, that's I possible. I mean, there are... it's quite a good uh, software. I've actually had a little play with um, DaVinci Resolve. Which you can is... get the free version of that. Yeah, the free. I've got downloaded the free version. I watched a very good YouTube video which went through all the basics, and then. Mm-hmm. 
edited some stuff that I was recording for a Christmas service um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I went down to church, recorded myself, recorded a few. Uh, I've got all I've got all the terminology. I've recorded some B-roll, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I edited it together, and it was actually very straightforward. It only took me a couple of hours to do. Okay, it was only a couple of pieces, and they were probably only five minutes long each. But um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed learning a new little new little bit of learning, and uh, no doubt over time I'll be doing more of that. So um, there's there's yeah. also a plugin you can get for that. It's very enjoyable. It's called Swizzroll. <laughs> no, over my head. Sorry, sorry, Jim. Swizzroll. Oh Swizzroll. right, yes. Oh, oh dear, It's the run up to Christmas, and the Christmas cracker jokes are coming out already. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, very good, Jim. Very good. Um, so of course the other thing that tempted you, Nick, as you were saying before the show, was that you want to be able to stream 1080p and your um your current yeah, my, the mini six, six core ones. Yeah, I think it does. I'm not sure whether it's my bandwidth, but I've got 20 megabits per second up, which I think should be just about enough. Um, and after about 10 minutes, it's, it starts to choke a bit. Um, I start to drop a lot of frames. And I'm not sure whether it's the machine or whether it's my bandwidth. Or, uh, so this will, be a, this will be another thing to try. No, no, very little else running. So it's not uh, other apps that's stopping it? No, I don't think so. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, but I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Mm-hmm. So when when you're expecting it to be delivered? Uh, about the 14th. So okay. Christmas present. That's quite nice. That's quite good then, Nick, because I've seen um, reports that you know some people are, are getting, um, you know, getting told that if they want, um, especially if you want to build to order one, so you want to increase the, you know, the hard drive or or have the yes. sixteen gig of RAM option, um, that they're being pushed into January. So um, right, yeah, no, I, I did. Uh, I I actually ordered it what more than a week ago. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, probably a couple of weeks ago. If you don't mind me asking you, what what does that one cost? Uh, just about a thousand, thousand and ninety nine. So is that the that's the middle version or the? Uh, yes, yes. As I say, it's got sixteen gig of RAM uh-huh. and um. Is uh, that a, is that an option or is that the standard? No, the standard's eight. Ah, right. So standard's it's, eight, ordered, eight and yeah. two fifty six. Right. And I've gone for sixteen and five twelve. Yeah, right. they they all start at eight eight two five six. Mm-hmm. I did um, I do it begrudgingly because I don't like the fact that Apple charge so much for the yeah you, you need more memory and more uh, RAM yeah yeah it's quite interesting because watching a lot of these videos uh, people have been saying there isn't a huge amount of difference between the eight and the sixteen mm-hmm. but there have been one or two people who have decided to send the eight back and get a sixteen instead. I um I, th- I think if I was going to get you know a replacement for this MacBook um I would go for the Mac Mini. I think it's, a, I, it's the I cheapest like... option for me to be honest. It with is you. the cheapest option. Uh, yeah. I mean, as long as you've got a screen and a if you've got to buy a screen and stuff as well, it does end up costing about the same as mm. buying a laptop. But I just like the form factor of the Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. It's it's neat and gets stuff out. And I bought a an a QGEM or QGEM. I don't know how you say it. It's Q G E M. Um, uh, uh, extension, um, uh, USB-C extension. Um, I did look at those that we were talking about a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the, the one I ordered originally hadn't got power pass through, whereas this one has. Uh, but it's but it, it's not as neat. It's a separate box, but it's silvery, and um, I suppose it's about the size of an old iPhone five. Oh, right. 
uh, and it's got uh, two USB, two USB 3, a USB-C, uh, and then on the other side, it's got two HDMI, another USB-C with power, and um, a SD and micro SD card reader on it. Hmm. Nice little thing. It yeah. wasn't, I think it's about 50 quid. Hmm. Oh, sounds, sounds good. Um... Yeah, yeah, it just means I can plug things in without having to straddle over my monitor to get to get at the map yeah and t- talking about um the usb slash thunderbolt ports on um on the m1 max uh something came to light on i can't remember whether it was um apt or if it was uh on daring fireball the, the talk show somebody yeah. was saying um and i've checked and it is in fact true that the difference with um, the Thunderbolt ports on the M1 machines, although they've only got two, they have a complete lane to themselves. Um, oh, right, okay. Right, whereas the previous ones had four, but they So were, does that make them faster? Um, it means that they can support a hub so that you can um, right. yeah. go out to yeah. a Thunderbolt hub with more because I think each lane can support two Thunderbolt ports. Oh right, okay. So um, interesting. They have, but they are they're dedicated. They have one lane per port rather than two ports. I've just sharing noticed one having lane. having picked this hub up that it's actually a little bit warm. Mm. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Mm. I've not got anything plugged into it at the moment. Yeah. It's powered on though. Yes, yes, it's got yeah, nice so. light on the side, uh, yeah. and it stays powered even when my even when my Mac goes to sleep. It stays powered. Mm. So. That's good. So, Very yeah. useful. There we go. Uh, if you want to put a link in there, we'll put that in the Worth of Chirp, Nick. Oh, yeah. Good idea. I'll do that. We'll put that in because we haven't got anything specifically uh, at the moment. So um, what else have we got? Oh, um, rumour Apple memo to service providers suggest potential new hardware announcement next week. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, a leaker has uh, given access to uh, an internal memo uh, about changes to Apple Care, um, which all sounds very like, and so what. But apparently, previous memos to that effect have come before the announcement of some new hardware or other. Um, so this is all a bit speculative. It's all over the web. Um, I've got a link to 9to5Mac. Um, and then, of course, everybody's speculating what it might be. It might be air tags. It might be the, you know, the uh, AirPods M1 Studio. M1 Apple TV. <laughs> I think M1 might be a bit overkill. <laughs> um, we were talking about this before the show, although that there has been rumours of a, you know, a higher-powered... Um, mm. Apple TV box. I had a look. The latest ones run the A10X, I believe. It, it would be the right time of year to bring out um, a new Apple TV you know, for the Christmas sales. I would have thought it's a little bit late for Christmas sales, to be honest. But, you know, um, whether anything will come of this, we don't know. Um Everybody is, you know, everybody is speculating it's a, yeah, high-powered Apple TV for gaming, it's the the studio uh, headphones, it's the AirTags, it's this, it's that, um, well, we shall see, I guess. I think I think if it was actually an official uh, event, Apple would have had invites out by now. I don't think it's going to be a, a, a like mm. an event event. I think it will be a press release kind of. Mm. I don't think um, like AirTags or headphones would warrant a whole um, 
could be could be Beats headphones. There was rumours about new headphones. Well, the new the new headphones, I think, mostly seem to be the you know AirPods Studio. um, Yeah, but was it not supposed to be a Beats? over the ear cans. I uh, know. I think these were. The, I think that was the Apple. What they're has calling. That, has that been announced? Mm, no, I don't know. I no. don't. I mean, Apple haven't really said anything much about Beats in a long time. So, mm-hmm. no doubt they're still producing stuff. But um, I'd be going? surprised if there's anything else. In all honesty, mm. I wonder whether this is just a bit of wishful thinking. I, you know, it it's predicated on this one internal memo um, about Apple Care, and then the sort of fact that previously such memos have come before some piece of it drops but i think i i I wonder whether it might be i wonder whether it might just be an upgrade that happens or a do you know what I mean? Without an actual announcement. And bringing back Aperture. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. We've decided that's... we're bringing more, it back. More wishful thinking. Um, there we go. Uh, what else? Um, the, obviously, Apple have been doing the, uh, you know, best-selling apps and music and uh, app programs for the Mac and so on. Uh, they've announced their kind of winners of the year. Um unsurprisingly zoom um got mentioned uh, a game i'd never heard of um a, a workout app called work awake or something i'm not sure which is apparently a fairly light-hearted how to exercise under lockdown kind of thing um but this year they've been shipping out physical trophies um which are apparently a, a, a chunk of recycled aluminium about the size of a mac mini um a kind of physical representation of the app store logo um they're blue yeah they're blue um apparently some people have described them as apple's most uh exclusive product because you have to win the you know one of the app categories or whatever to get one um and apparently it's it's got their their details on the other side Yes, it has. Um, and they're engraved yeah. on the back with uh, apparently a set of concentric um, squircles, um, which are and it's matte apparently on the black on the back, and then the uh, you know the winners' details are engraved. Um, a very nice thing to put in your trophy cabinet if you have one. I'm sure. Um, it's a wee bit like YouTube. They, they give out um, um, yeah awards. trophies for getting trophies, to a million yeah. viewers and whatnot. Yeah, they do. Apparently, one of the apparently there was been quite a uh, uh, an outcry over the fact that Zoom was one of the winners, but the iPad app actually isn't that good. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, but I think that. I think they've won that on the grounds of becoming one of the most essential uh, tools of the year, really. Yeah, uh, yes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> how could you? How could you not recognise uh, Zoom as you know being in an important app of uh, mm. 2020? There we go. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, iPhone upgrade program has now resumed in England because you can now visit. Uh, you can now visit your Apple Store, and uh, that means you can go in and do whatever it is you have to do in the store in order to, uh, you know, get your get your upgrade on the upgrade program. Um, good news if you're on the upgrade program, I suppose you can now go and take advantage of it and get yourself a new uh, iPhone whatever. twelve. Yeah, uh, of whatever yeah. type. Um, and uh, going back to yeah, Big Sur, we have here a piece: how to install Mac OS Big Sur on an unsupported Mac the easy way using Big Sur Pack. 
Thatcher, um, and this is from Mr. McIntosh on YouTube. Um, I haven't watched the video. Um, I came across that just before the show, actually. Uh, if you uh, have an unsupported Mac, i.e. like probably the 2012 MacBook Pro, which, as we were saying before the show, was initially uh, said to be supported. It was supposed to be the earliest Mac that was supported. Um, that's been dropped now. You have to have a 2013 or later. So um, the old uh, MacBook Pro 20, late 2013 Retina that I have and Jim has are the oldest um, kind of laptops mm -hmm. that you can install that on. Um, I don't know. Please note that Essential Apple do not recommend this. <laughs> I can't. I can't say. Do so at your own risk. Do so at your own risk. I, I mean, Apple usually drop machines from the thing because of you know good reason during the beta program. The reason sometimes incompatibilities or or chip incompatibilities or the the late twenty twelve. I guess if you have a twenty twelve, you know, MacBook Air or MacBook Pro, and you want to risk it, I doubt I'd put it on anything earlier than that. To be honest. Um, yeah, if you're not doing it. anything much with it, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, if you've got one, <laughs> if you've got an older machine laying around and you want to do it for the, you know, for the giggles and to see what it's yeah, like. Says, says the man who updated his computer, <laughs> Big Sir, on the second day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, there we are. Um, talking of talking of updates, um, for what it's worth, I had an update to um, iOS fourteen point three beta two and. Um, Big Sur 11.1 beta 2 um, earlier um, yesterday. Good. So, you know, that's moving along. I don't think 14.3 will be uh, long before it gets released, I wouldn't think. Um, and I suspect 11.1 will not be um, long. I expect there to be a few more betas because there's no doubt there are bugs to iron out. But um, I yeah. don't think that will be long before that hits mainstream. Um, Apple um, celebrated... Um, was it the International Day of Persons with Disabilities, I believe, is its yes. full title? that's what it was called. Yeah. And um, uh, as Bart pointed out, in a p politically correct title, people with disabilities are not defined by them. They simply have them. Um, mm. uh, to, do, to do that, they have um, redesigned the accessibility website and uh, launched a, a load of new support videos. Um, explaining how to That's make good. use of the accessibility features. Although, um, as I was listening to um, Essential, uh, not Essential Apple, Let's Talk Apple with Bart and Nick uh, before this show, um, Alison Sheridan said she ran her accessibility checker on the website and found about 22 errors. <laughs> so um, maybe not as well done as it should be. There we are. Um, but yes, Alice, Alison's quite a champion, isn't she, of uh, accessibility? Yes, and, she is. Uh, very, you know, trying to get people to take it seriously. Yep, yep. But even so, good, good for Apple. You know, we know they have a lot of very good accessibility features, and um, yes, now they've added a load of more videos and and so on to help explain how to make use of those features in their in their hardware. So there we go. Um, now this one, uh, this one is uh, after a ransomware attack, a school district says Chromebooks are safe, but not Windows laptops. And this is on Forbes, but the main reason that this is in is because the school district in uh, in case point here is Baltimore school district, uh, which suffered a massive ransomware attack. 
and uh, we had the first uh, knowledge of this, if we cared to be a, you know, breaking story news site, which, which we're not, because Donnie works for said Baltimore um, school district. And in the slack was uh, telling us all about it. So um, unfortunately, Donnie can't be here today, but no doubt we'll be able to talk about it next week. Um, massive ransomware attack uh, brought down uh, the school district's, you know, infrastructure. Um, so when we can get Donnie on, we can talk about it in more depth. But you can read a little bit about it on Forbes. Um, and they're currently yeah, that's saying... really bad though, isn't it? It was bad. It was bad. Um, yeah. It took down their whole district for several days. Um, I'm not even sure if they're fully <laughs> operational now. Probably not by the sound of that, as they're saying, use Chromebooks, not Windows laptop. Um, yeah. That's the last thing they needed on top of all the things that are going on in America as it is, or in the, well, yeah. around the world in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Baltimore, I'm not sure if they're... I think Donnie said they're doing um, mostly online learning. Mm. Um, obviously, they have some people attending, you know, in person for various reasons, um, you know, childcare reasons or whatever. Um, same as we had here, of course, in the initial lockdown, um, but mostly online. So a ransomware attack taking down um, their servers and, um, you know, tutors, laptops and so on um, was a major, a major issue. Um but I'm sure we can get Donnie to tell us more about it later. Um, yeah. Here we are. Uh, what, what have we got? We'll move on. Uh, technology. This one has made me laugh. I don't know if you've seen it around the web. Um, the wrist cam is a camera for your Apple Watch uh, built into a strap. Um, Goodness gracious me. What an ugly looking thing. It's a hideous thing. Somebody, <laughs> I saw on one report, somebody said, add a camera to your Apple Watch if you want to strap a banana to your wrist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that um, is terrible. And it's $300. So, like, really? Um, wouldn't wouldn't it be better to put it on a neck chain and have it round your neck? That would be a much more sensible idea than putting uh, it on your wrist. Yeah. You, did... you've, you've got these kind of cameras already. Um, GoPro, for one thing. Yeah. Strap yeah. it to your body. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's a much better idea wrist. than putting it on your wrist. Yeah. And never mind all that huge outcry. If you remember when Samsung did one of their first uh, smartwatches and it had a camera on it. And there was a huge amount of kerfuffle about it. And it was it was as ugly as sin anyway. But there was a huge mm. amount of chatter about, you know, oh, my God, people can have, a you know, a camera on their watch. It's like, yeah, what sort of bloody results you'd get from it? I have no idea. Do um, these people expect to actually sell any of these? Because, I mean, it says that uh, it's got it's four years in development. It's got an eight megapixel camera, which is, isn't exactly huge, uh, that can shoot 1080p video and take for stills in 4k resolution and a two megapixel camera for selfies when was the last time we had anything that was two megapixels <laughs> goodness gracious it's like why why yeah yeah it, 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 let's pick up some technology that's sort of about 10 years old and put it in, <laughs> put it in the camera and, and make it on someone's wrist make it absolutely hideous and um then yes and, it, and charge a lot of money for it charge a lot of money i mean if it was a sort of novelty item and you would say no oh, it was I don't know, 75 dollars or something i could see people buying it for for the novelty but 300 dollars uh, yeah. i mean the images they've got up here aren't bad but uh oh, i don't know i don't know why you'd put it on your wrist they're probably waiting for the second generation to, you know, the first generation of sales will provide the means to reduce the size and make it much more 
smarter looking, it, but it just, yeah, no. Uh, Why? You know, if you've got an Apple Watch, you've almost certainly got an iPhone, and if you've got an iPhone, yeah. you've got a way, way better camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a solution you know. to a problem doesn't exist. It yeah. seems that way. Yeah, there you go. Something. You never know. Yeah, that is that is quite chunky. <laughs> I think that's I think that's almost one of those um you know, it's almost one of those uh you spent so much time thinking about how you could that you'd never bothered to think about if you should. Um <laughs> <laughs> definitely. There we go. Um here's, here's a thought. This rumor announcement next week. How about the Apple glasses? Oh Ooh, I think I, I, I still think it's too early. And it, I think the Apple glasses <laughs> would deserve uh, a full blown um keynote yeah, for you. Something definitely. a whole new category product. Uh I know uh, like air tags are a new product, quote unquote, but you know. I mean the Yeah, I'm not sure they, they require a no twenty I mean, minutes of a of a keynote. No, and it's like the um was it the the uh, MagSafe duo uh, kind of travel charge thing is out at one hundred and twenty nine dollars, and you don't get a brick with it. And um, apparently, you need to have a thirty watt charger to make that work properly. Oh, Not a twenty watt, which they're promoting for the other one, a thirty watt. So at the moment, this Apple, you know, charging brick thing is turning into a right debacle. Um, and one hundred and twenty nine dollars for what is effectively two magnetic pucks. Seems like an awful lot of money. It does, doesn't it? And um, it seems that's another solution to a problem that nobody's really got, I think. Um, it's not had fantastic <laughs> yes. reviews. It's not had fantastic reviews. I saw one which I didn't bother to look at, but it was like, you know, we've, we folded and unfolded the Mag, MagSafe Duo um, to destruction. How many folds did it take? I didn't bother to read it, but... Um... <laughs> No, really. I mean, when you're design when you're designing something, you want it to be as easy to use as possible, don't you? I mean, yeah. my um, I've got a Hyundai Ionic electric, um, and in the center part of the center part of the car, it's got a uh, basically a, a hole uh, with a sloping, um, uh, grippy, grippy substance sloping section at the front of it which you put your phone on to charge it yeah and it's and it's just and it's really simple design but it just works that's yeah. what you want you want something that you can just slap your phone down there you go done, done. charges charges exactly oh dear there we are um apparently uh as we're coming to the end here some people are putting their routers in jail to protect themselves from harmless wi-fi this was on the verge apparently for some reason some people have decided that um you know the wi-fi emanating from your wireless router is is dangerously harmful when you should put it in a faraday cage which kind of defeats the object if you put your <laughs> wi-fi router in a faraday cage no signals will it emanate from it is and that a cheap you... option to that problem? Yeah, buy a that's router. called that... the on-off switch. <laughs> yeah, alternatively, <laughs> buy buy a router that doesn't have Wi-Fi. It. Can you still buy those? <laughs> good grief. Mm. Oh, dear. There we go. Um, link to that if you want a good laugh. Um, and yeah, appar Apparently, they're charging between $70 and $100 for them as well. And all they oh. are is a box. Go to your local supermarket and you can get some tinfoil. Uh, I mean, for, for people who are listening to this, it, they look a little bit like, um, you know, those uh, boxes you could buy for, to put, you know, file things in. Yeah. Um, like full scat boxes, but it's got like a metal grid on the one side and on the end. <laughs> Love you it. do realise a metal. You do realise a metal biscuit tin would do the same job. <laughs> yes, it would. Yes. And it would cost oh, you, you could unravel your tin foil hat and use that instead. Yeah, that is true, Jim. We could. You, you could. Uh, 
Um, I don't know if either of you listened to it, but um, Chuck Joyner on on Mac Voices has been doing like a gift guide, um, a series of gift guides where he has people like you know uh, Jeff Gamut and Kelly Gamont and and a whole slew yes. of of people. And um, I wish I could remember who it was. It might have been Andrew Orr, but I can't recall. Uh, suggested the tactical trash can, which is go to the hardware shop. Uh, if you're worried about EMPs, which he said was somewhat laughable, you know, the main cause of an EMP is going to be a nuclear bomb. Um, and in that case, I suspect you've got bigger problems than worrying about the EMP knackering your, um, <laughs> knackering your electronic <laughs> devices. But he suggested that, um, you know, in case you were worried about an EMP, uh, get a, a metal trash can, um, line it with cardboard or, um, you know, uh, bubble wrap or something, and then put in there loads of, you know, semi-obsolete but working uh, gadgets, you know, a phone and a laptop and a, so on, um, and then uh, put the lid on. Uh, it has to have a metal lid, of course, not a rubber lid. Um, and then tape it up with that aluminium foil you can buy. And uh, then uh, everything in the tra- tactical trash can is safe from EMP. So should the worst happen and you're a survivor, you can then undo your tactical trash can, take out your obsolete uh, iPhone and laptop and uh, find that there's no you know, there's no infrastructure to support them. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what you were going to say, and then you put them in, and then you wrap it in tin foil, and then you take it down to the tip and throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there you we obviously go. don't deserve them. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, but as they said, by by adding the word tactical to it, it's now become a highly desirable object rather than just of a course. trash can. Yeah, not a trash can full of old electronics. It's now a tactical trash can and EMP prevention device. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there we are. I found that amusing, and they were all they were all rather taken with that um, on Ch- on Chuck's show. Uh there we go. Um, family sharing for app store subscriptions and in-app purchases is now available. Apparently, this is something Apple promised us um, back at WWDC, I think. Um, That's it's- good. It's now live. So if you have uh, family sharing, um, you know, enabled members of your family are, are able to use your purchases, they will now also get access to your subscriptions and in-app purchases, which is nice. Well done. It uh, is. Very it. good. Um, and the last thing really on the list this week, um, Mashable have given Pro- Proton VPN a big up and says Proton VPN is packed full of features to protect your data. So there we go. My, my favourite VPN getting a big up from Mashable. And there's one more thing. Is there? One more thing from Jim. Uh, the sale of Slack to Salesforce. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, $27.7 billion. Wow. Yes. A company that was losing money has been bought. That's a very good dog impression you're doing. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Bloody <laughs> brilliant. He's all mouth. He really is. The slightest disturbance outside and he's going mental. <laughs> it's, only my bo- it's only my boy coming back from um, from his mate. Right. So what does that... Are there any implications of it being sold? Nobody knows at the moment, is the right. truth. Um, the, the, the only good thing about it is it's Salesforce, which is in the same sort of 
um, market, I suppose. Right, yeah. Um, the, the only problem will be for people like ourselves who use the, the free version of it. Yes, um, yes, if they if they decided to make it paid, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I mean, on the, on the plus side, uh, uh, John Gruber said that uh, Salesforce have uh, um, acquired other companies in the past and have basically not kind of interfered in how they go about developing their service. So they're, you know, they're, the sort of fears that they might do a Microsoft taking over Skype and then interfere in its development um, are, are, you know, lessened because they've yes. allowed other uh, groups that they've acquired to carry on doing their thing and they've acquired them because they do their thing. Um, so that's, that's you know, a positive. Nobody at the moment, however, knows whether or not um, they would consider that, um, you know, continuing to support free users is worth their while. Um, well, we'll see. It, it we means only... that Slack's now got some money behind them. You know, they've, got, they've got a big company behind them to support them. So Yeah, true. Um, yes, that is true. Um, and they can compete against Microsoft then. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know how many users Slack has. Oh, I'm sure we, you know, I'm sure if you, uh, you know, if you go 12.5 million users, uh, that was in back in March. Oh, right. Yeah. So a few people then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very popular. I mean, my hope slash thought is that, um, you know, the free users, which include a lot of people like podcasters like us and whatnot, use Slack for, you know, backroom chatter groups, um, you know, gets them a lot of goodwill and generates quite a lot of positive PR, I think, for for their service. Um, 12 million daily active users as of October 2019. Yeah. I mean, it'd be good to see them continue uh, supporting the free side of it. Um, And also, uh, you know, well, once they get the thing established, you know, the sales done, that uh, they'll have some money to do some development work and uh, fix a few problems like file deleting, um, make it much more easier to work. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, so having to delete every single file one by one. Yep, yep. Yeah. You know, Slack is... I mean, we mostly use Slack as... I think most free groups really just use it as a, you know, a chat room. It, it's mm-hmm. free yeah. and you use it, you know, you can chat and post pictures and whatnot. Um, I doubt that actually costs Slack a huge amount of... Um, no, I wouldn't have thought so. You know, overhead, really. Um Yes, you know there are all the integrations you can you can use. You can integrate it with Office and and a whole load of other things, which obviously are designed for the users who you know want to use it for its intended purpose. It, the fact that it happens to be quite a good chat um, chat room option is just a you know happy accident, I think. Um, mm. But like, yeah, I'm hoping that the fact that you know they get good PR and goodwill from let's call it say the technorati as a you know result of offering it as a free service mm. um i don't think it's a done deal though it's still got to get past the shareholders i can't and possibly competition people as well yeah i can't see the competition people being bothered by it mm. um and to be honest you know if the reports are true slack desperately needs you know yeah, needs the money yeah. needs the money um they're in the, yeah, the, the, of... the the guy who was in charge of it he you know used to say that he would never sell well there you go he sold it yes yeah. yes it's easy to say that until someone flashes 27 million under your nose <laughs> <laughs> yes, not, not million billion B- billion yeah a billion yeah billion. Uh-huh. yeah that's that is quite a lot of money 20 billion pounds 
Wow. Yeah. Mm. So there we are. So we that we will have to see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure if they decide to pull, you know, the free users option, we will find another another uh, way to continue our. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Our Slack, you know, our Slack room. We'll move to another service. Uh, but there we go. Right. Well, chaps, I think uh, I think that will do us. So uh, we managed to make more out of that than uh, than I thought. As there wasn't. Uh, we're know, good at doing that. We are good at doing that. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're good at making quite well, a lot out of rambling on. Out of nothing. <laughs> out of not that much. Uh, there we go. So, yeah. Um, yes. What can I say? A bit, uh, yeah, a big thank you to uh, Carl for giving us a big up on the Mac and Forth show. Um, and uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, blimey, I've blanked. I've completely blanked. Um, oh, I got, a bit, I got a mention. I got a mention on the uh, Mac Geek Gab because I uh, pointed out to uh, David Hamilton and John F. Braun uh, um, a tick box in the system preferences, which allows you to have the audible volume feedback on all the time or not, as you wish. Wow, kudos. Mm. And off the back of oh. that, uh, off the back of that, next week, Dave Hamilton will be guesting here. Woo! Yay! Yay! So we look forward to that. So mm-hmm. um, we do. We, we do indeed. So uh, let's looking forward to that. We'll, we'll wrap the show up, I think. So, uh, Nick. Yeah, you can find me uh, occasionally on Twitter. Um, I'm Spligosh, S-B-L-I-G-O-S-H. And uh, as you heard, I was on uh, Bart's Let's Talk Apple this week. So uh, you can look that up as well. Yep, out now. I listened to it before the show. So there we are. Uh, Jim? Uh, in the Slack group on Flickr as the SRPS paint shop uh, on Vimeo. Uh, link is in the show notes. And um, if anyone's interested, we have a, an Essential Apple Flickr group. If you want to join us, go to the website and uh, you'll find a way of finding it uh, to join. Jolly good. Um, if anybody wants to join our Slack group, uh, there is a link in the show notes. An instant invite will get you straight in. Uh, no messing around. Just follow the link and you'll be uh, joined up to the Slack group um, where we have a jolly old time. Um, you can find me on the Twitters as at Serenak, and that's S-E-R-E-N-A-K. Uh, the show puts out tweets as at Essential Apple. Um, stuff is all on uh, EssentialApple.com. And uh, that's about it. Um, don't forget, if you're doing your Christmas shopping and you'd like to support the show a little bit, go to the website, press the big red Amazon button, and we should hopefully get a small kickback when you buy your stuff. Doesn't cost you anything. Um, And if you don't want to support us, you'd rather uh, support a charity um, or other good cause, go to smile.amazon.com if you're in the US, .co.uk, or wherever you are. It's smile.amazon.yourtailender. and uh, you will be able to sign up to uh, have Amazon give a small kickback to a charity of your choice. So there you go. Um, And I think until next week, uh, thank you to everybody who supports us in all the usual ways, retweets, money, beer, uh, you know, all that. We'll say goodbye. Goodbye. See you next week. You should change that button's colour from red to something else. There's Amazon Red. Oh, you should change it to a different, different colour. Because you know fine well, you shouldn't press the red one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not the red one. No, not the red one. Yeah, but you know people can't resist pressing the big red button. That's the whole point. <laughs>
I actually missed two ports off this thing. I, I forgot there are two ports on the end of it. There's a, actually a VGA port. Gosh, I haven't seen one of those for a while. And uh, a um, uh, Ethernet oh. port on it as well. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff on it for a little box. You've been listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. And I'd like to say if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, feel free to go over to the website essentialapple.com and you will find links to both Patreon and the Pinecast Tips Jar where you can make a donation towards the costs of the show. Uh, Or even if you're really keen, you could set up a recurring payment. And thank you very, very much to all the people who already do support us. We really do appreciate you very much indeed. This show is, of course, part of the My Mac Podcasting Network, where you can find a variety of other shows like the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, Tech Fan with Tim and David, the Nintendo Club Podcast, the Geekiest Show Ever, the Three Geeky Ladies, uh... Bart Bouchotts and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've forgotten. So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcast, and take a listen. Yeah, I think just a straight ad, don't you? Yeah. Like what? What would we say? Like Tech Fan Podcast, or... Are you are you interested in technology and gadgets? Uh huh. Do you um, want to listen to two guys who know technology and gadgets? Are we claiming to be those guys? Yes. <laughs> well, there, there we go. Are we claiming to be that be those guys? You be the judge. Tech fan podcast. No, that'll work. Let's yeah? use that as yeah? an ad. Okay. Uh, perhaps we can just quickly discuss is the uh, Apple One deal. I decided yep. eventually that um, what I really needed to do was um, not buy the Apple One, but actually not have Apple Music. <laughs> right. So I went in the opposite direction. I actually have less now. <laughs> I suddenly realized I was hardly using Apple Music at all. And I thought, well, why am I paying $9.99 a month for this? <laughs> no, so, yeah. Uh... If you're, if you're not using Apple Music on Apple One, uh, what you're getting, you've got an Apple TV, which is what, $5.99 a month. Um, $4.99, isn't it? I don't know, 4 dollars 99 yeah. Something like that. So I think it's $4.99. Yeah, I'm, so I'm could... not that fussed about Apple TV Plus. I mean, I have enjoyed some of the programs on it, mm. but yeah, I won't miss it. Not really. So where else you get with Apple One? Well, if you get the basic uh, one. Uh, arcade. And... It, right, it, so if you're not, if you're not yeah. gaming, then it's no worth it either. No, I, I, mean, I keep I keep attention occasionally glancing at the games and they still look very sort of childish, mm-hmm. very um, cartoony like games. Well, a lot of them are. Um, it's very you know iPhone type. Yes, games. yeah. I just I just find you know considering the power they've got in these things. There's one or one or two that are I, a I bit find. More I, yeah, I find they're either. just a little bit underwhelming. If, if, if Apple offered you um, games like uh, Call of Duty. Uh, and all these sort of, you know, shooting up games and the, the 
I Gran Turismo and all these games on the computer, that would be make, would be a really good sell for them. But yeah. what they have, yeah, it's. Yeah, think... I've got Call of Duty on my computer. Uh, I think it's Call of Duty Four, and I've got a couple of old games through. Um, what's that company again? Uh, yeah. No, the online gaming. Oh, straight. Yeah. Um, Steam. 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 Yeah. I've got a couple of old old Call of Duty games in that. Well, I, I have yeah. got an account with. Um, I've got a um, Nvidia Shield. So if I want to play games, I play games on that. But I don't play games that often, in all honesty. Yeah. But, the, the, but the, the, the most recent of the, the Call of Duty games and uh, the other war games, they've never really been ported up to Mac. No, they no. had. Um, you could play. I think you could play one of the Call of Duty, like Call of Duty Mobile, on Apple TV on the um, iPad. There was a version, but yeah, you could play it on the yeah. Apple TV, but not in arcade because arcade is just uh-huh. the arcade game. So you can play yeah. that, um, but without a controller. If you're trying to play it with the stupid bloody Apple remote. Oh yeah, that would be hard. <laughs> you get killed every five minutes. I get killed yeah. every five minutes anyway in those games. <laughs> I get killed every thirty <laughs> seconds. Like rubbish. I want, there we go. And I want. I wonder whether it's cheaper to buy a PC to play games on than buy an Xbox or PlayStation. No, I don't think so. No, you're not? best. No, no. you're no, better think... to go for a games console. A games console is going to cost what three hundred quid. Yeah, uh, three, uh, and if you buy a, 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 if you buy if you do what I did and build your own um, mm. low level PC with a decent gaming card on it, you're talking five hundred quid. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you... and you're not really getting that much advantage, in my opinion. No, uh, but, yeah. I think if you're into gaming, mm. then that's fine. But if you're just a casual gamer like I am, better, I, I think it's you're better off to buy either an Xbox or a PlayStation, mm. yeah. or I an mean... Nvidia Shield. They're not that little devices. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it. I suppose the answer is to buy a second-hand gaming machine. Yeah, as well. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm with them. Right now, you know, you can pick up a, a decent PS4 for, for 250 quid or something. Yeah, prices mm. will be depressed because the new ones are out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PS5 and the Xbox, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, take your pick. I mean, it doesn't matter. You tend to pick by what games they've got rather than which console. Mm-hmm. The, um... I, I find well, both PS3 and I thought the games on that were pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had both Xbox and the PS3. I um, had them... Up to the point where my my job went when I had to sell them. Yeah, yeah. But I would I would definitely say get a, the only thing I will tell you is if you get a second hand PS four, mm-hmm. do not buy a slim one. Mm-hmm. They do they do a like a full one which is like a box, and then they do one that's like half height, the slim mm-hmm. overheat. It overheats and the fans go like a bloody jet taking off. Mm-hmm. So oh right. It, it, my boy's got one and the bloody racket it makes. And the other day he was wearing and crying because the bloody thing kept turning off. It's overheat. And I had a look at a video on how to take one apart, thinking, oh well, maybe we can take it apart and clean it inside. It's got dust. Yeah, because you get fluff on inside them. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the slim is a nightmare. It's like you have to disassemble the whole thing and there's hundreds of screws and oh god, like taking a laptop apart, like. So be warned. Get a full size yeah, one yeah. if you're going to get one. Jim. So oh, what's the pitfalls in buying second-hand ones? <laughs> Nothing on the whole. If you buy it from somewhere, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Oh, you might even you might even get if you look around carefully enough, you might even get someone throwing in lots of games with it as well. Mm. Oh yeah, a lot of places a, will the, chuck a game, chuck some games in. Yeah, there's CX, CX up the road. 
our local mm. sex shop. Mm. You can usually <laughs> get better deals. We have an independent guy in, in town here, mm. and I think I've told you this before. He, um, I went in with a mate who wanted to get rid of a PS3 mm. in order to buy a PS4, and um, the guy in there said, look, I'll be honest with you, CEX charge 100 quid more for a PS4 than I do, but mm. that also means they give you more money than I will. So he says, right. what I recommend is go into Ipswich, sell them your PS3, take the cash, come back here and buy a PS4 from me, and you'll probably come out. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> you know. the, 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 only, the only problem with CEX is um, if you do just sell the goods, you don't get as much. No. You get more, yeah. if, you, you get more if you're buying something, you're trading mm. in, but uh, we'll give you less if, you, if it's a street. Yeah. I've sold even... one or two things through uh, through Facebook classifieds, mm. yeah. and that's been okay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, the, mm. if you look round, you can get a good deal, especially as, as Nick says, with the new ones out, you know, all the, all the hardcore gamers are all vlogging mm. off their old kit in order to buy new kit. So it's a bit late now. I, sh- I should have looked at the Black Friday deals to see what they were, but didn't okay, wait, wait for the sales. Let's have a quick I look didn't... on Facebook. Yeah. I didn't see anything on um... God, now Amazon sending me about a million things here. Delivered, delivered. Oh, don't do that. Stop it. Uh, PS4, 500 gig, 120 quid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sony PS4, oh, slim. That's Don't 140 slim quid. Yeah. Uh, PS4 Pro, one terabyte. That's Loughborough, though. That's 185 quid. Mm. But you, you, you want to get as much storage as you can on a PS. <clears throat> you really do. Um, the games are getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Um, right. Especially PS4 now. PS4 with box. Cobra. <laughs> if you buy, if you buy one, because now a lot of the games are downloads. You can buy these big games as downloads, and they're mm. huge. Some of them, you know, twenty gigabytes. I would, I would tend to buy the disc, but then rather than the download. But what yeah, will happen with one the, here? What, one what here you'll... near to me. Yeah. Uh, it's a one terabyte PS4 with two games: GTA 5 and Black Ops 3. Mm. That comes with original controller and power wire and HDMI cable. Asking price: two hundred quid. Mm. But we'll yeah. consider reasonable offers. Mm. So you know, five quid. So you're talking between hundred and probably hundred and fifty and two hundred quid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> did you uh, did you actually put Big Sar on the MacBook you now replaced? Yes. Yeah, I was running yeah. updates on that all the, all the way because I've only just got this new one. So I had so I was running big big Sir betas on there. That's why I used to have to keep booting into Catalina because Rogamiva stuff wasn't available. Right. And as soon well, as the, the, the Rogamiva reason... stuff was available for Big Sir, I started right. podcasting for Big Big Sir. Now, the reason why I'm asking that is every time I go to the Apple store and I find Big Sur and it says get and I click get up comes uh, system preferences there's a wee search and then I get update not found it's oh, a bit it's weird just, and it's happening all the time and it goes, what it does it gives me the option of Catalina oh yeah, mm. putting Catalina on <laughs> I don't ah when have you got they... to install Catalina first no when did they do, you? you might have to because didn't Catalina introduce the APFS reformatting your disk uh, APFS? Well, that could be the reason why I'm having problems with my backups in Carbon Copy because every time I do, I get an error message saying that the drive is not formatted properly. Oh. Uh, I contacted Bombwich mm. and uh, they came back with a, a fix, which I went to try today. And I got as far as uh, disk utilities, select the drive, um, select the actual 
not not the um, extensions, but the main part of the the bit want the driver want to format, and it doesn't give me the option of what is it APFS or yeah yeah APFS. It doesn't give me that option, so I'm wondering well that's possibly why I'm not in Catalina. I don't know. Hey uh, Simon, you got a mention, didn't you, on uh, oh, Carl's yeah. show this week? Yeah, I know. I noticed. I noticed they said how good it is because of all the guests you get on, but they didn't mention us. <laughs> no, I noticed that as well. Yeah, you not, and I not didn't us, get a mention. Not us ordinary people. No, we <laughs> didn't get a mention. Oh, I mean, yeah, the, 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 one, the one thing that worried me about the show was um, um, Mark coming out with this big big announcement. He's coming coming out with soon. I think what the heck's going to be announcing? Mm. Sorry, sorry, I'm looking at this thing about um, can you get to Big Sur direct from? Oh right, I'm trying uh, trying through the Mac website. Um, learn oh. how to download and install Big Sur. The latest version. I wonder. Right. I wonder if it's because of my VPN. Right, MacBook Air 2013 or later. MacBook Pro 2013. Oh, so they dropped the 2012 eventually. Then MacBook Pro late 2013 or later. Is your is yours late 2013, Jim? I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you do about this Mac, it'll tell you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, hang on. Uh, where are we? Late 2013. Yeah. So it should be all right. Yeah, that's the same as mine then. Um, you need 35.5 gig of available storage to upgrade. Oh, okay. If you are on Mountain Lion, you must go to El Capitan and then jump to Big Sur. So it should work, Jim. Um. Right, I'll send you this. There's a link here on how to do it without using the Mac App Store, which isn't actually the Mac App Store. But um... yeah, I've got the web website, Big Sur update now. So there you go again, update not found. Mm. That's going through um, the website and trying to get it. How strange. Right, let's check well, your link. There's one, that, that's how to go to pull it if, down. Because uh, if... if, if... If your computer wasn't compatible, it would tell you so. Yes, it would say mm-hmm. this is. Well, it wouldn't even show it to you in the in the store. It would say not compatible with your computer. Um, yes, yeah, I'm trying your link to see what happens. The only other option would be to sign up for the beta. Download oh, and install macOS Big Sur without my system preferences. Yeah, <clears throat> is that it? Yeah. Right. And you scroll down. With the bloody awful website like pale grey on white awful. Uh, I can hardly read it myself can't see it right but if Mac you scroll OS. down there's a install what? assistant package file download URL what's the other one oh but the first one do you want to allow download of 7 labs IOA you get the okay. install assistant package um, yeah that's the first one because the second one's data v1 right, let me do let me uh, put it in put it in um, reader view Jim then you can actually read what they're saying oh you need both mm. of them you need both of them. Need both. Mm, that's why I've just said put it. Yeah. Right, done that. How did you get into reader mode? Um, in um, you're using Safari. Yeah. Okay. In the uh left end of the uh, address bar, there should be a little read, like a thing, like a re- like a page. Yeah, it's just a plus button. Um, oh, you're on Mojave. It might be somewhere else, won't it? There should be a thing like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, stay in show reader view. Sure. Oh, yeah. Hang on. In the menu, view show reader. There we go. Ah, that's and better. Now you can actually read what they say. Right, download the following files, right, uh, one and two, which I've done. Uh, updates and an early version of Mac, you needed to download multiple files. Uh, you should find the install macOS app file and applications. Right, it's still downloading. That'll take a long time. It's a big download. Uh, it's a big download. Like yeah, I've got 12 I've got, gig uh, install You don't assistant. want to be doing it now anyway, Jim. No, 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 no. I just want to download it, so I've got it. Uh, yeah, let it uh, download in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, right. I have had I have had that before. I have had that one time where I had to get the blood pull the thing down for some reason because the um, machine wouldn't, you know, the Mac app store refused to show me the bloody one I wanted. And if you haven't got, if you've got an unsupported Mac, we've got an article about it, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have, about yeah. how, to, how to hack it. How to install um, Mac OS Big Sur on an unsupported Mac. Yeah. See, originally, my old MacBook 12, uh, 2012, was on the list, but I think they dropped that. It was like late 2012, and they dropped that. Right. Um, before the end of the betas, I think. Obviously, I wasn't doing it on the 2012, because I'd got a 2013 by then, but anyway, I'm talking about bloody things that are showing you. App Store used to be great. App Store was absolutely naff. You used to get a list of all your downloaded apps in the App Store, but... Um, nah. it's, it, it, it's now under, you have to click on your avatar, I think. Don't even get that. Hang on. It's down, um, oh, yeah, I've got it now. Yeah, down at the bottom corner, bottom left corner, um, yeah. and then it should show you purchase. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. Used to be at the top right, but now it's in the bottom left. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that will show you all your purchased mm -hmm. or downloaded apps. From the store, it used to be a direct load, a direct download in the app store. Now it goes to system uh, preferences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Apple. It's... Why do you complicate things? Well, in some ways, it, it makes it because that's how it is in iOS, isn't it? System mm. updates appear in the uh, software, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the system preferences, not not in the store. You would you would think under updates it would show you Big Sur as being an update. Mm. Available. Yeah, I don't know. If yeah. They've changed it. That's the problem. Is they've changed mm -hmm. it from the machine you've got. It does it one way. To I, I really suspect that's want... got something to do with it. Yeah, I really don't want to do Catalina then. Do no, that would be a right fag. You really don't want to do that, don't you? Right. Okay, chap. So let's have a look at these bloody notes then. Maybe we should start a show. listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time.